Hey guys, uh, welcome to uh, Dogs on Demand on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Chris Hall, your host on a little Friday night. Uh, we come in here on a Friday night to talk a little bit about the University of Georgia and Auburn, a big SEC matchup. And that stadium right behind me, as the sun goes down, it's a beautiful sight, Sanford Stadium. But tomorrow at, uh, well, starting early in the day, and especially by 3.30, this place will be rocking as the Auburn Tigers come to town to take on the University of Georgia in a big SEC uh, matchup, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So we're here on a Friday night, and we're going to talk a little bit about the game, give you some information about the game. And if you do want to uh, um, chime in here with a comment or a question as we anticipate this big game against Auburn, you can certainly do to, uh, do so, and we'll do our very best to uh, give you an intelligent answer <laughs> uh, and an informed answer as well. We're uh, brought to you tonight by Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. You know, we were able to spend a little time with the folks at Southeast Mortgage this week. And I got to tell you, they're just great folks, just absolutely wonderful folks. They know their business. They're top-notch. I mean, and you may think, well, I don't know if they're going to help me or not. And hey, Miss Jean, how are you doing? And listening in Woodstock, beautiful Woodstock, Georgia. You might say, well, I don't know if Southeast Mortgage can help me. I can guarantee you this. They will do everything they possibly can to help you. When it comes time to finance or refinance your home, here's, here's my suggestion. I'm not a money guy or a mortgage guy or anything like that. I don't have experience in that. And probably you don't either. So you want somebody who knows what they're doing, right? Well, I tell you, reach out to the folks at Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs, and they will do everything they possibly can to help you and uh, to listen to you, to find out what your situation is, what your needs are. They are professional, they are top notch, and they are good. And so be sure to check them out, Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Miss Jean comes in already with a prediction about the game tomorrow. Georgia by 30 plus tomorrow. And Miss Jean says that LSU is going to beat Tennessee. Now that would be a good scenario. I like that. <laughs> may your may your dreams come true, Miss Jean, indeed. So let's uh, just uh, jump in here a little bit. We have a stack of stuff. We'll talk about a few things as we get ready for kickoff. Now, we will remind you uh, that the game tomorrow is at 3.30. It's on uh, CBS. You're not able to be in the stadium behind us. It'll be on CBS at 3.30. And uh, we'll we'll remind you that tomorrow pregame, about 30 minutes before kickoff, then at halftime, then after the game, we'll be uh, here on our uh, Facebook page and our Instagram page talking about the game and giving you the opportunity to uh, say what you want to say about the game tomorrow. So, um, you know, and it is Friday night. Uh, Friday night lights in Georgia. You may be on your way to your um, high school football game, you know, that uh, your your local team uh, to enjoy a little Friday night uh, football. Yeah, high school football in Georgia is, in my personal opinion, the best in the country. And there are... <laughs> There are tremendous football teams, high school football teams, all around the state of Georgia. And it's a, it's here in South Georgia, it's a beautiful evening 
just a beautiful a little fallish in the air. Not quite as hot or humid as it has been. So it's a good night to get out there, get in the stands, and cheer your high school team on. And you might see some future stars that will be out there on the field uh, for the University of Georgia. So, uh, but anyway, let's get back to our game tomorrow. Georgia and Auburn, 3.30 tomorrow, Sanford Stadium. By the way, Sanford Stadium holds 92,746 fans. And I believe, I, I, I believe they're one of only maybe two or three SEC teams that every game so far has been a sellout at every game for I don't know how long I can remember has been a sellout at home. Uh, the game will be on CBS at 3.30. Tom McCarthy will be doing the uh, play. Did we lose a light? <laughs> we lost a light. That, uh, that happens. You want to work on that? Okay. You want to put it there? You want to put it there? Okay. A little technical difficulties, but hey, we shall not let that keep us from doing what we need to do. It's a little weird. You're going to put it there? Okay. That's fine. Uh, Tom McCarthy uh, will be doing the play-by-play. He's a good guy. Got a good voice. Delivers a good game play-by-play. Rick Newhousel. Former coach, uh, former college football coach, uh, most notably at Colorado, will be doing the, uh, will be the analyst for the game. And Sherry Burris will be on the sidelines for CBS tomorrow. She does a good job as well. And of course, you can see the game on CBS. Now, it also it will be live streamed on CBS uh, Sports app. If you happen to be, you know, if your wife drag drags you off to go shopping tomorrow. Or your husband drives you off, uh, drags you off to go shopping tomorrow. You know, you can you can sit in the corner of the store and uh, you can uh, access the game on CBS Sports app and uh, or and CBSSports.com and Paramount uh, Plus subscription. Let's see, Georgia right now, uh, the Georgia-Auburn game tomorrow. Georgia right now is a 29 and a half point favorite. A 29 and a half point favorite. Um, hmm. Does that seem a little excessive to you after that game with Missouri? I don't know. Uh, but right now, Georgia's almost practically a 30 point favorite over Auburn in the game tomorrow. Georgia leads the series with Auburn 62 wins, 56 losses, and there have been eight ties. Georgia won last year over Auburn, 34 to 10 in, in Auburn. And Georgia has won five straight games against the Auburn Tigers. Now Auburn comes in, they're they're uh, three and two. What are they? Uh, three and two on the season. Yeah, and uh, they got beat last week by LSU. So. Um, now, usually this game, uh, the Georgia-Auburn game, is played in November. But starting in 2020, this game has been moved up to an October game. It used to be in November. Now it's in October. And in fact, next year, the Georgia-Auburn game will be played in September for the first time in the history of the rivalry. Now, you might say, well, what in the world's going on with that? Well, the SEC is making adjustments, anticipating... Uh, Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league. So you got, you know, subtle things going on with the schedule in anticipation of the expansion of the conference. 
Uh, Kirby Smart has uh, been pretty successful against Auburn since he has uh, become the head coach at the University of Georgia. Kirby Smart now is six and one against the Auburn Tigers as Georgia's head coach. Now, uh, some of the notes about the game. Auburn center Brandon Council. You may have heard about this. The center for Auburn. His, his name is Council. Uh, he had some things to say uh, about, you know, Auburn and what they're going to do to Georgia in this game. Um, not maybe the smartest thing that he had to say, but he, he said it anyway. Uh, he said that, Georgia, uh, that Auburn comes in Athens intending to get a fast start. He also said this about Georgia defense. He said, I believe them being able to, like, their third down package is what we want. They got some interior stunts the kind, that kind of hinders the run game, but we're going to start off really fast. If you start off fast and run the ball on them, and keep them out of their third down packages, really, we could demolish them. That's what he says. He says, we're going to demolish the um, Georgia defense up front. That's Auburn center Brandon Council. Ah, uh, let's see, what's going on with Mike Bobo? Unfortunately, the offense looked like he was in involved with. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Uh, you know, there's that after the game last week. There, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much to be honest. You know, Todd Bumpkin, of course, the offensive coordinator for the University of Georgia. I don't know how much influence Mike Bobo has on the game planning or the uh, calling the games during the game. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That'll be something we have to kind of do an investigation on and find out. Uh, the Bulldogs, uh, Georgia is coming off a 26 to 22 road win over Missouri. That thing liked to kill me last week. Now I got to tell you, you know, I could just see the vision of those all uh, the Missouri fans running on the field and tearing down the goalpost and you know doing what fan uh, fans in the stands do when uh, their team beats a uh, a better team and a highly ranked team. I just had visions of that, and it, it was I was just I was having a hard time. But then Georgia pulls it out, gets the win. Hey, we got the win. It's an SEC road game. So that's, you know, when you go on the road in the SEC, you're going to be, you're going to be challenged. Usually you're going to be challenged. And, uh, but Georgia won 26-22. Uh, Auburn last week lost to LSU at home 21-17. And I don't remember when. I didn't look this up. Did you look this up? I don't remember when Auburn won. Last one, an SEC game. I, I you know, I, I'm sure they did last year. Uh, by, uh, let's see, uh, Javon Bullard, you know, uh, he, he had his legal problems. He uh, did not make the trip to Missouri last week. He is back with the team, and he'll be apparently playing tomorrow. You know, he had, he had some, he had a moment, and he did some things he shouldn't have done, and he didn't play against Missouri, but he will be back. He's a safety. He will be back with the team tomorrow. By the way, by the way, speaking of Georgia's offense, now this is kind of interesting, and maybe you didn't know this, but by the way, the University of Georgia is averaging 500 yards total offense 
five this season, Georgia is averaging 500 yards total offense for the first time since Kirby Smart became head football coach at the University of Georgia. So Georgia offensively, you know, we we last week, you know, Stetson Bennett had an average game. Uh, he admitted he, you know, he was off a little bit. Uh, let's see. We we got a prediction coming in. Who we got here? We got Leonard. My prediction for Georgia and Auburn, Georgia 24, Auburn 10. That's too close. <laughs> Leonard, Leonard, we want more. We want the, you know, we want this game out of reach early. Um, Gene says, uh, Bono should never, uh, uh, Bobo should never have been hired back. Georgia is still a circus clown. Okay. <laughs> That's a little rough machine, but I understand. Hey, you know, you know, there those who like Mike Bobo, they like him, and those who are, don't like him, they don't like him. But I can tell you this, loves Mike Bobo. And uh, they are compadres. And, but again, I, I don't know how much influence Mike Bobo has, uh, you know, during the game, the actual calling of the plays during the game. I'm, I'm, You know, maybe he does. I don't know. He might have some influence on game planning about how to attack a defense during the week, but he would be only one voice in the room. There would be others in the room, including the head coach and Todd Munkin. And again, and again, Georgia is averaging over 500 yards total offense this season. So that's, that's not bad. That's first time under Kirby smart that that's happened. So that's pretty good uh, offensive uh, efficiency so far. Now, admittedly, Admittedly, it's been a little difficult the last two games. Um, what we got here, Keith? Hello, dogs. I lost my father. Oh, bless your heart. Keith, bless your heart. I'll be selling my remaining uh, games, uh, section 129, first row. Um, okay. Well, Keith, wait, but you know, bless your heart. Uh, I know what it's like, you know, for your dad to, uh, to lose your dad. And our prayers go out to you. And, uh, I see what you're doing. So God bless you, Keith. All right. Uh, some more notes about this game. Um, Georgia, you know, they were going into last week's game were the number one team in the country coming out of the, coming out of the game. Uh, and then in the voting, you know, they uh, were number two now and Frank's got something. Yes. But red zone last week, three points instead of seven. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That was the, and by the way, uh, Pod Lesney, uh, Jake Pod Lesney was named the uh, SEC Special uh, Team Member uh, Player of the uh, of the Week for kicking all those food. all of that. Um, replying, Keith Wilson, sorry for your loss. Yeah, yes, we are, indeed. Uh, so uh, Georgia came into the uh, game last week, number one, and we'll go over the top ten here in just a moment. Auburn is three and two. Auburn has not scored more than 17 points in the last three games. Brian Harson is is on the hot seat, and uh, if if Georgia really has a you know a blowout win tomorrow, it, yeah, it may be the end of the road. You know now now these coaches are getting fired in the middle of the season. Georgia Tech, Jeff Collins, uh, Paul Christ at uh, Wisconsin, and uh, the guy at Nebraska. And by the way, you know, 
Texas A&M fans are not happy with what's happening with Texas A&M, and Texas A&M plays Alabama tomorrow. We'll talk about that. I was I was I was doing some perusing on some things, and um, Jimbo Fisher, you know, seemingly apparently with a lot of people, he's on the hot seat. You know, they don't. They, a lot of the guys are very dissatisfied with Jimbo Fisher. Well, he he signed Jimbo Fisher signed a ten year extension with Texas A&M before started. Here's what that means. If if the guys, if if the oil guys, <laughs> you know, those with resources, get together at Texas A&M and say we don't want Jimbo Fisher to be our coach anymore. They would have to pay Jimbo Fisher $82.5 million in a buyout. $82.5 million. If, uh, and, you know, it kind of goes down over in the next few years, eventually down to like $50 million. I mean, serious, <laughs> seriously. Uh, you know, and the people who run these universities are supposed to be the smartest among us. But anyway, uh, we'll talk about uh, that game, Texas A&M and Alabama, in just a moment. Uh, Jalen Carter will not be playing tomorrow. Uh, he uh, suffered a, a MCL sprain on uh, a block I didn't like at all. I didn't like that block at all. It, you know, they didn't call a flag on it. I thought they should have. It, it's one of those, you know, kind of, I don't it's not a blindside thing, but it's one of those cut blocks, and it, and and the guy blocking Jalen Carter hit him just in the wrong spot, in the wrong way, at the wrong time, and it caused uh, Carter to have an MCL sprain. So that's a big big hole in uh, the Georgia defensive line. Now Bear Alexander, the freshman who's having a pretty good freshman season, getting acclimated to the college game, Bear will be in there a lot, but there'll be other people as well. And uh, other other people as well, other guys will be coming in to uh, take up the slack. Well, thank you, Josh. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you for um, getting uh, in here with us. Uh, so uh, anyway, Jalen Carter's out, and we don't know how long he's going to be out. So let's go over the uh, AP Top 10. Alabama now number one, even though Georgia got more number one votes than Alabama. Alabama got more total votes, I guess, uh, how they, you know, do it in the AP. And so uh, by a sliver, Alabama replaced Georgia as the number one team. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. Alabama fans were most upset when their team was number not number one. Georgia fans, I, you know, you want to be number one, but you want to be number one at the right time. <laughs> and that's, the, that's when the whole shooting match is over, right? So Alabama now number one in the AP poll, Georgia number two, Ohio State three. Then you have Michigan, Clemson, Southern California, Oklahoma State, Tennessee number nine, Ole Miss, or number eight rather, Ole Miss number nine, Penn State 10, Utah, Oregon, Kentucky drops to 13, North Carolina State, Wake Forest, BYU, TCU, UCLA, Kansas, Kansas State, Washington, Syracuse, Mississippi State now in the top uh, 25 at uh, number 23, Cincinnati 24, and LSU number 25. That's the AP top 25. So uh, Georgia now the number two team in the country. 
as long as you're in that top four. And I read a uh, column today by Mike Cunningham, who writes for, uh, I forget who, right? He, he uh, with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and a couple of other places. He says, in his estimation, Georgia needs to win out. Georgia needs to win out, at least up to the SEC championship game, to have a shot at making the college football playoffs. Because he says there are a lot of good teams out there that will take advantage of a Georgia loss. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. You just take care of your own business and you win. Uh, by the way, Georgia received 28 first place votes to Alabama's 25 in the AP poll, but Alabama racked up 1,523 total points. I don't know how they determine points. Uh, versus Georgia's uh, 1,521. So, you know, Georgia got more first place votes, but Alabama got most overall. Uh, some interesting top 25 matchups this week, and we'll talk about, uh, you know, our matchups and make some predictions in just a moment. You have number eight, Tennessee, at number 25, LSU. Oh, the volunteers travel down to Bayou country. Uh, Tennessee at LSU. Then you have TCU, number 17, at Kansas. Now, that's going to be that's going to be kind of interesting and kind of wild because ESPN game day is going to be at Kansas. They've never been at Kansas. Now they have been for basketball, but uh, they, they've, you know, never been uh, at, at Kansas for football. So you have number 17 TCU, which took out Oklahoma big time last week at number 19, Kansas and ESPN game day will be there. That'd be kind of interesting. And uh, number 11, Utah, will take on number 18, UCLA, on Saturday. That's some of the top 25 matchups. So uh, let's quickly go over uh, the schedule for Georgia, the results so far, and what we had before. So Oregon, Georgia beat Oregon on uh, uh, September 3rd, 49-3, then beat Sanford 33 to nothing. Took out South Carolina 48 to 7. Beat Kent State 39-22. Uh, took out Missouri 26-22. Now tomorrow, it'll be Auburn and Georgia at 3.30. And then uh, the following Saturday, it'll be Georgia and Vanderbilt at 3.30. That's a 3.30 game. It's been announced. Then October 29th, uh, the Bulldogs travel to Jacksonville to take on Florida. That'll be a 3.30 game on CBS. Then Georgia has Tennessee coming in on November the 5th. Uh, then Georgia travels to Starkville to take on Mississippi State on November the 12th. And then Georgia turns around the next week and travels to Kentucky to take on the Wildcats on November the 19th. And then you have the last game of the regular season, November 26th, when Georgia will take on Georgia Tech. So, interesting. Uh, results from last week, South Carolina took out South Carolina State. Uh, Ole Miss beat Kentucky. Boy, that was an entertaining game. Alabama beat Arkansas, 49-26. Kind of an interesting game. Um, it, it was interesting for a while. Uh, Mississippi State beat Texas A&M, 42-24 at home. LSU beat Auburn at Auburn, 21-17. Georgia beat Missouri 26-22.
Boy, that game liked to drove me crazy. I liked to drove me crazy. But uh, Georgia, you know, brought, took it home, brought it home. And then Florida beat Eastern uh, Washington last Sunday because of the hurricane. They rescheduled that game from Saturday to Sunday, 52 to 17. Now, what do we have in the SEC this week? You have Tennessee traveling to LSU. That will be a 12 noon game on ESPN. A 12 noon game on ESPN. Tennessee traveling to LSU. Tennessee number eight, LSU number 25. I just, I just kind of feel it a little bit that LSU might win this game. And if they win this game, that'll be good for Georgia. Uh, it'll tag Tennessee with a loss, SEC loss. Uh, Georgia has to take care of business, of course. Uh, Arkansas will travel to Mississippi State to Starkville. That'll be an entertaining game. Should be a good game. Uh, Arkansas really needs to fix their offensive line. Oh, that's, that's true of a lot of teams in college football. And Georgia has had its issues with the offensive line. But, you know, it's they're, they're coming around. The guys are coming around. Missouri will travel to Florida. And that'll be a 12 noon game on ESPNU. Now, that'll be an interesting game. Missouri, you know, should feel pretty good about itself after what it uh, did in that game against Georgia. So that, you know, Florida's got some issues. That could be an interesting game. Missouri and Florida. Then at 3.30, of course, you have Georgia and Auburn on CBS. That'll be a CBS game. At 4 o'clock, you have Ole Miss traveling to Vanderbilt. On the uh, That'll be on the SEC network. Go Vandy. Go Vandy. I always pull for Vandy, you know? And so uh, you got uh, then at uh, 7.30, South Carolina at Kentucky. Uh, that'll be on the SEC network. And then Texas A&M, here, here's the one. Uh, Saturday night, Texas A&M and Alabama, that'll be an 8 o'clock game on CBS. So that will be an interesting thing, an uh, interesting game. Uh, you have Texas A&M and Alabama. Now, everyone anticipated after the spat between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. That, you know, that would be a game where you'd have game day and it would be circled on the calendar and the teams would be undefeated and it would be a big matchup. Well, Alabama has upheld their end of the deal. Alabama undefeated. But Texas A&M, not, of course. But I, I still think it'll be a competitive game and a good game. Texas A&M at Alabama. So uh, we're, we're going to go with LSU winning their game. I'm going to go with Arkansas beating Mississippi State, Florida beating Missouri, Georgia beating Auburn. I think Georgia will beat Auburn. What did I say earlier? 35 to 7? 35 7. There you go. You can write it down. Ole Miss will beat Vanderbilt 21 18. I'm giving Vanderbilt. I want Vanderbilt to win. South Carolina at Kentucky. Oh, boy. Uh, Kentucky, uh, Will Levis may not play, but that won't make a difference. Kentucky should win that game. I don't know. What are we going to say? 42, 42-10, 42-10. Texas A&M at Alabama. I think it might be close for a little while, but Alabama will come on and win uh, 38-14. There you go. Uh, some other games uh, quickly. 
for uh, this coming Saturday, Texas versus Oklahoma. That'll be uh, in Dallas, noon on ABC. Michigan at Indiana. That'll be a noon game on Fox. Tennessee at LSU, a noon game on ESPN. TCU at Kansas, noon on FS1. Missouri at Florida again, noon at uh, on ESPNU. Arkansas at Mississippi State, noon at on the SEC Network. Auburn at Georgia, 3.30 on CBS. Utah at UCLA, 3.30 on Fox. Texas Tech at Oklahoma State. That'll be an interesting game. At 3.30 on FS1. Ohio State at Michigan State. Michigan State, not very good this year. That may be a big-time blowout. 4 p.m. on ABC, North Carolina at Miami. 4 p.m. on ABC, um, or ESPN2, rather. Ole Miss at uh, Vanderbilt, 4 p.m. SEC Network. Washington State at USC, 7.30 p.m. on Fox. BYU at uh, versus Notre Dame in Las Vegas. Uh, BYU taking on Notre Dame in Las Vegas, 7.30 on NBC. South Carolina at Kentucky, 7.30, the SEC Network. Texas A&M at Alabama, 8 p.m. on CBS. And Florida State at North Carolina State at 8 p.m. on the ACC Network. As we said, uh, UGA football senior kicker Jack Podlesny was named the co-SEC Special Teams Player of the Week last week. Uh, Podlesny was named the SEC Special Teams Player of the Week after connecting on all four of his field goals and both point-after attempts during Georgia's 26-22 road uh, win against the Missouri Tigers. Lesney leads the SEC in scoring with 11.6 points per game. He ranks fourth nationally among place kickers. And we close with this, you know, uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Georgia, Georgia Tech. May that game forever continue to be. You know, there's been some scuttlebutt about, uh, you know, that game being discontinued. You can't do that. That's a rivalry game. It's a rivalry game, you know. And uh, it's been a long time since Georgia Tech has been competitive against Georgia Tech or anybody, or anybody. But uh, you don't want that game to go away. Well, Georgia Tech, of course, uh, fired the uh, head coach, uh, Jeff Collins. What's his game, uh, name? Brandon Key, is that his name? Uh, the uh, you know One of the uh, assistants elevated to the head coach, and then they had a surprise victory over Pittsburgh. Hey. But it's kind of interesting, some of the uh, – coaching candidates to be the next head coach at Georgia Tech. Brandon Key would be one of them. He's the uh, current interim. But some names being bandied about. Kind of interesting. Bill O'Brien, offensive uh, coordinator at Alabama. Deion Sanders, Jackson State head coach. You don't know. You know, Deion will do a lot of unexpected things. (laughs) Unexpected things. You would say, no, nah, he'd never go to Georgia Tech. I, I don't know. Jamie Chadwell, Coastal Carolina head coach. Willie Fritz, Tulane head coach. Todd Munkin, uh, Georgia offensive coordinator. He's been mentioned as a possible new head football coach at Georgia Tech. I don't know. And a name that came out today, kind of interesting, Dan Mullen, former Florida and Mississippi State head coach. Uh, Brian McClendon, also from the University of Georgia, and the staff there has been mentioned as a possibility to be the head coach 
at Georgia Tech. I just don't know about all that. So, guys, as the sun sets in beautiful Athens, and as the uh, stadium behind us will be uh, being prepared very soon to uh, receive all of those fans that will be coming tomorrow, uh, we're going to close our program now. Tomorrow at around 3 o'clock, we'll be back with you in anticipation of Georgia and Auburn, any of the uh, new uh, updates on, uh, you know, uh, as we get to pre, uh, get to kick off, we'll share with you. Then at halftime, we'll come together. We'll talk about what's going on in the game, and we'll also come to you and be with you after the game. So thank you for being with us on a Friday night. I'm cheering for your high school team to win tonight. You know, whoever they may be, go get them. Go get them indeed. And uh, I pray that you have will have a good night tonight. It's good to have you along uh, with us tonight. Uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Our thanks to Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Great folks. They make all of this possible. Be sure to check them out. Uh, when, you ha when it comes time to finance or refinance your home, take my advice. Wherever you live, wherever you are, the first you know, contact you should make, the first outreach you should make on the help you to navigate what you need to do should be the Southeast Mortgage. Get these folks, and I'm going to make up a word. They are super fantabulous. They're just good folks. They're just good folks. And of course, they're in business, but but it, it, it's, it's more than that. It's like a calling for these people. They love what they do, and they love helping people. And I that's just honest. That's just honest. So check them out. Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Thank you for being with us on a Friday night. We'll be with you tomorrow. We close always with those words. Go dogs. <laughs>